Hello, friends, and welcome to this special edition of the Sales Training World podcast. This is our very special holiday edition, Christmas edition, if you will, of the podcast. We're thrilled to have you here. And I just can't thank all of you enough. I've uh, just had such a blessed year. So thanks for having me in your offices. Thanks for having me at your sales conferences. And I really, really appreciate it. So, all right, on with the special edition, uh, the Christmas or holiday edition, if you will, of the Sales Training World podcast. So here's the question I have for you. Normally, you would send in your questions to me. I have a question for you. Is Santa Claus real? Has Santa Claus ever been real to you? See, to me, Santa Claus is alive and well. I love Santa, and I love this time of year. But I've been sold, if you will, on Santa for many years, 44 years to be exact. But now, I have to be honest with you, I wasn't always convinced. Perhaps, though, the greatest sales job of them all just might be the never-ending quest that my mom, my mother, Julie Dorn, placed on selling Santa to my brothers and I for over 40 years. I'm the oldest of uh, three. I've got two brothers, Brandon, who is in Michigan, and Gabriel, who owns the Denver Film Company in, in Denver. And I really believe the Santa cell is still alive today in homes around the world. It might just be the greatest sales job ever. You know, my mom believes in Santa Claus just like me to this day, period. She is undoubtedly one of the biggest fans of Santa Claus, but she has another reason that she celebrates this time of year, and a lot of you do as well, many reasons. She undoubtedly, though, will ask what Santa brought me this year on Christmas Day, undoubtedly. And so for as long as I can remember, my mom would purposefully wrap gifts in different wrapping paper with bright labels that proclaimed they were to Ryan from Santa. (laughs) She was very quick uh, to point out the wrapping paper was different and such great wrapping paper they must have at the North Pole, she would say. As a young boy, there were many unique occurrences that really made me question my ever-growing doubt about the legitimacy of St. Nick, of Santa Claus. One Christmas evening, I remember it very, very well, we'd come back from my Grandpa Dorn's house And at his house, we had a Christmas tradition, and I'm not exactly sure if it's a Danish tradition or a German tradition, but we would hold hands around the Christmas tree and sing uh, Christmas carols. And it would take all night, and we'd have a a great fun uh, in doing that. I ran into one of my cousins recently, and she uh, said to me, I just really miss that uh, tradition. And I think traditions are so important around uh, around the holidays. Anyway, we'd gotten home from my grandpa Dorn's house, and I was standing at the top of the steps. I'd walked in the the house and noticed there was no presents under the Christmas tree. And I walked upstairs, and as I turned to go into my bedroom, I heard, ho, ho, ho. And I mean, I whipped around. I mean, just like that, fast. I turned around. And and I started looking down the steps, because I thought, what in the world was that? And I must have been, say, eight or nine years old, so I wasn't a youngster by any means. But anyway, all of a sudden, immediately, my dad appears right there. Uh, He is right next to me on the second floor. And I thought to myself, that's odd, because I would have figured it would have been him. How did he end up right there? Or was he a part of this sales conspiracy? Was maybe he the sales assistant to the sales plan of selling Santa to me and to my brothers? You know, there's really no way that he could have played the role of Santa and miraculously just showed up. It just is almost impossible. So he clearly saw the questioning forming in my mind and kind of walked me through, you know, that, you know, just just don't go downstairs. Santa's down there busy here and making all those noises. So like many of my sales clients, you know, I I needed to think about this. (laughs) 
overnight, needed to talk to somebody and get some counsel on this decision of, did I believe in Santa Claus or not? You know, is, is the selling of Santa to our children, and I'm a dad now of two boys, perhaps the greatest sales job of all time? Let's compare the Santa sell to what we sell every day. Let's see if there's a comparison between the two. All right, step number one. I think you'd agree with me. Pre-sales marketing is critical to your success as a sales professional. So maybe you remember the days, I do as a kid, of circling toys in the Sears catalog. My mom would often put the catalog in our little hands months in advance, pre-selling. Coincidence? I think not. Now, I was born in 1972, so all of the, those of you that are like, oh man, you must be old that you were circling stuff in the JCPenney or Sears catalog. Come on, I'm 44. It's not that long ago. So that's step number one, the pre-sale. Hmm. Step number two, persistence pays off when selling anything. There was, of course, the constant reminder from my mother of the naughty and nice list. I was the oldest of three boys, as I told you. So this reminder happened basically every day. Mom used, used persistence to keep that sales message of Santa alive. Coincidence? I think not. Step number three in sales. Sales marketing reinforcement is critical during all phases of the sales process. Do you agree? So what about that visit to sit on Santa's lap? Was it a coincidence or sales marketing reinforcement that we were all as children taken to the mall by your mother to have your photo taken with Santa in a massive retail establishment? Hmm. Wait, what about Santa being involved in this? Reinforcing the sales message while you sat on his lap? Coincidence? I think not. Number four, step number four of the sales process. That's when we negotiate the deal. As a young child, I don't, didn't know about our financial status, nor did I really care. I just really felt rich on Christmas morning. But prior to that big reveal on Christmas morning, my mom would begin the process of negotiation. I like to call it gift negotiation. She'd remind me that Santa would love to bring me everything. But his elves were only, you know, they only could be so busy and they had to make gifts for all the children. So don't be upset if you don't get everything that's on your list. Hmm. The negotiation, a part of the Santa cell. Coincidence? I think not. Step number five, closing the deal. Yeah, as salespeople, we need to close the deal, don't we? Well, the night before Christmas, there's a tradition. The tradition of cookies and milk for Santa was my mom's way of bringing the deal to the table. The Santa cell was in full effect, but the Santa cell, it rested on her ability to convince three boys that some fat guy <laughs> was coming down that little chimney and going to bring us gifts from a sleigh pulled by flying reindeer. Really? You know the story. It's a huge sell. And she was able to close the deal. Coincidence? I think not. But then the last step of the sales process, delivering on what you sold. Step number six. A ton of preamble goes into Christmas morning for many families or the holidays, whether you celebrate Hanukkah or whatever you celebrate. My mother has 10 boxes of stuff, Christmas stuff, that needed to come up from the basement for the big reveal, the big morning, delivering on the goods. My father now, Bob, he also worked hard on clues for a treasure hunt. We had to solve clues to, to find our last gift, which was usually something that cost way more than my family could afford, but somehow they always bought it. Pure joy. That's how I describe Christmas morning at the Dorn house. 
delivering on the goods. Wow, they delivered on the goods. Coincidence? I think not. If you factor in all of the above, these are sales steps that we use every day. And now you see why it is that my mother is the best salesperson ever. If you ever question your ability to sell, think about this. Thousands of loving adults sell the crazy idea of Santa to millions of children. And I love it. I love Santa. I love this time of year. If they can pull that sales miracle off year in and year out, your sales job should be a piece of cake or a piece of Christmas pie. (laughs) No matter how you celebrate this holiday season, I hope that you'll find humor in this podcast and the blog posts that I write. I hope that you'll understand that my goal is to be fun and have a lot of fun with not only this holiday time of season, but also fun as we train our sales teams together and grow as salespeople. Sales has fed my family for years, sales and marketing, and I'm so proud to be in the business. All right, get your questions in. Merry Christmas, everybody. Get your questions in for our January podcast. Send those questions to ryan at brainswellmedia.com. Ryan at brainswellmedia.com. And for our January show, we'll get back to answering all your questions. Hope you have a blessed and fantastic holiday season. And we'll see you in 2017 right here at salestrainingworld.com. Take care, everybody. We'll see you out on the street.